The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Welcome to the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Join us around the pit as we talk all things barbecue. Now here is your host, Johnny Mags. What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. Welcome to another episode of the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast. Happy 2023. Hi, Chrissy. Hi. What's happening? Nothing. Just working over here in the corner. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Did you have a good one? Oh, yeah. We did a bunch of ribs and stuff like that. Nice and easy. Yeah. Had some fun. Got to cook a little bit, so I was happy. Did you make it into the actual New Year? As in you made it to me. Oh, yeah, I made it. I made it. The rest of them didn't. No? No. No. They never do. You know, you're getting old. I I made it to like midnight. I'm like, yeah. And then about one o'clock, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with this. Oh, believe me. I'm going to pay for it tomorrow if I don't go to bed now. 12 12 past, five past 12. I was, (laughs) you're like, I'm out. I was gone. (laughs) But but I'm like, Like I'm too old. All right, we got two minutes. Let's go. Let's get this over with. I got to go to bed. Then I speak to like a 20 something year old downstairs here, and he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, I went to bed at like 9 a.m. I was back up at uh, noon out drinking and partying again. I'm like, yeah, you wait a few more years, honey. A few more years. Way too old for that. (laughs) That grows old real quick. (laughs) Real quick. But yeah, we got, we're good. We're going to kick it off good this year. So let's go. Today's episode brought to you by Uncle Steve Shake. You ever wonder why your neighbor has a line of people trying to get into his backyard when they're having a cookout, but yet nobody is trying to get into yours when you're barbecuing? Do you know why, Chrissy? Yeah, it's not me personally, just for the record, Uncle Steve, but it's because the other person with no line isn't using Uncle Steve Shakes. That's right. Uncle (laughs) Steve uses some of the freshest and finest ingredients in his entire line from his regular, the original Gator Shake, thick meat, spicier, to his competition line, to the Lucky Shake, yeah. to, the, to the, the sweet dessert shake. Yeah. Well, Steve also has great customer service. He is the customer service. If you call that number, you are getting his phone. Yeah. He will answer it. He will call you. He will call you if he has a question about one of your orders, because he wants to get it right for you. <clears throat> so check him out at UncleSteveShake.com. Also, his Facebook group, Uncle Steve's Shake Nation. Uncle Steve Shake, shake some on everything. everything. Also brought to you by Two Guys Smoke Shop and TwoGuysCigars.com. Whether I'm barbecuing or not, I always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today I am smoking the Chateau Diadema. Awesome cigar. Thanks to my friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Just visit TwoGuysCigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, GuysCigars.com. Also brought to you by Backline Fabrication. Ryan Newland is building some of the craziest pits coming out of Austin, Texas today. If you can think it, he can build it. From a backyard model grill straight to a thousand gallon trailer for you. He can do it all. And he goes 
beyond what you were originally thinking. He has conversations with you, gets to know you, gets to know your personality, and he builds in add-ons, these little little things here and there when you finally get it that you didn't think you wanted, but oh man, they are great. Check him out at Backline Fab and Backline Smokers on all social medias. Backline Smokers, build what you want, not what you need. Also brought to you by Magnus Chef Gloves. Brother Alan Fonte knows something about fire management being a Miami-Dade firefighter and all. He has came up with some of the best gloves on the market today. The Magna Chef gloves, food-grade silicone, patented magnetic clips for an easy on and off. You w- it will not drop. Look at that. Right back in. Good to go. Heat rated up to 500 degrees. The web fit for a firm grip. One size fits all. Dishwasher safe. But if you are more of the traditional five-fingered gloves, he's got you covered with his new Freedom Gloves, with your five fingers, with still with a patented grip, extra long gauntlet, protect your forearms, good to go, heat rated 932 degrees. And I will literally hold the fire, the charcoal basket, lit, with wood going, and nothing. No burns, your hands are going to get warm. You're playing with fire. Yeah. Folks, come on now. But they are awesome. Check them out at magnuschef.com. And when you place your order, use code FREEDOMLIVES for 10% off your order. That is FREEDOMLIVES for 10% off your order. Magnus Chef Gloves, master the fire. Freedom Gloves, take a stand, free your hands. Also brought to you by Custom Cutting Boards, RS.com. Ian Hemming is building what I consider the Yeti of cutting boards out of Magnolia, Texas. These cutting boards take an absolute beating. Anything you can put them through, these will take it and still look great. From the dishwasher board, which is your standard countertop board, to the absolutely massive brisket board, 18 by 36 inches. It is huge. To the new pizza board for that perfect slice every time. Deep lip reservoirs to catch all that juicy goodness coming from whatever proteins you're um, cooking. The, The rubber grips on the bottom, so even on a wet surface, these boards will not slide on you. They, uh, he has thought of everything with these. Check them out at customcuttingboardsrus.com. That is the letter R, us.com. So, Chrissy, we're going right, we're going right into 2023 with a bang. Oh, yeah, we are. Haven't had this guest on. We were just talking before off the air. Got to be at least two years anyway. Um, he is a fa- definitely a face of the barbecue world. You know him from the different brands he has worked with in the past, but we are here to talk about his own brand, 
Texas original charcoal company. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Joey Machado. Joey, what's up, brother? How are y'all doing today? Thank you so much for having me. I am glad to be back. Oh, man, it was a ple- it's a pleasure having you. Thank you so much for taking some time. C-Mac, what's up? Junior, Daddy Dutch, Rico, Matt Pereira, what's going on? Chris, what's happening? Mrs. Mags, Darren Lucas, Guy Chisholm, what's happening? Mad Max calling you out, brother. Big Rome. Mr. Clarence Joseph, how are you, sir? Happy New Year. Judge is in the house. We got Gray Reiner. We got everybody coming in. Yeah. Oh, so how's everything going, Joey? It's, it's, it's like you said, it's been two years. We got to do some yep. catching up here, brother. It's everything's going good. Uh, it's been, it's been kind of crazy. It's been about, uh, realistically, the brand's been launched for about seven months about there. Um, we basically have jumped in and uh, I've got Texas original charcoal company. Um, I also have a secondary brand, which is called Chaparral charcoal products. Um, and then of course we partnered into Texas original pits, uh, out of Houston, uh, which we basically have, I mean, we, we have so much going on right now. It's, it's kind of <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but we had, uh, you know, all the stars just kind of lined up and, uh, it was time. Right. It was just time for me to go do something on my own. Yeah. I've worked with a lot of great band brands in the past. Um, you know, we built some really, really great products. We built some great brands. Um, and, uh, we, you know, we laid them out with some good runway and, um, you know, and like I said, with my experience in the past, you know, there was definitely some things that I, I wanted to continue to do. There was some stuff that I wanted to, uh, to change for the better for me. Uh, there was some things that I didn't really understand why things were done. Um, and like they say, you know, it's, if you aren't happy doing what you're doing, you're, you're doing it wrong. And, uh, so I've decided to uh, jump out on my own, do it the way that I think everything needs to be done. Um, and, uh, and here we are. So basically we jumped out, uh, right after uh, the first of the year last year, um, with a plan to create a charcoal product line, which was going to be dedicated to and built for um, people who wanted a high quality charcoal product. But I also wanted to create a product that went hand in hand with specialty stores. Um, Man, I, I, Ace stores, uh, Academy stores, grocery stores, that's a great business. Um, But it's a, it's a bulk business. It's a loss leader business. It's, you know, I just don't want to play in that. Uh, you have, you put subpar products in those type of situations. That's what happens to them. They start off great and they have to get cheaper and cheaper and cheaper yeah. in order to stay into those realms. I don't want to do that. Um, so I built a, a really good high quality product. Um, I've got lots of great relationships in the game. Uh, whether it's retailers or uh, end users, consumers. Uh, I'm still doing private label for other companies. Uh, may or may not work for, you know, have worked for some of them in the past. Uh, still doing stuff like that for those guys who want to play in that big box market. Um, I created the Texas original product is a premium charcoal product without a premium price, basically. 
Um, there's no middlemen in my game. So basically I take it straight from my hand straight to my retailer. Okay. So my retailer has an opportunity to make some money on this product, but still put a quality product out there for an end user. Right now, the products that I have, it's, it's either a really good lump charcoal or a really, really good briquette. We brought it out with just oak products, right? That's what I've got out there right now. We are going to be rolling out more species of products. We're going to be rolling out wood products. We're going to be rolling out, you know, other accompanying things, seasoning, sauces, you know, those type of things to go out there. My end game is going to be creating a whole line of products that are really, really great backyard products that could fall into, you know, a competition world or something like that. But the focus is backyard, right? Um, so everything that we're doing is I'm building this whole network of products that can go straight into a retail store, specialty retail store, specialty meat market, give them a one-stop shop to give them high-quality products, one vendor, one invoice, not having to deal with so many different people. Because again, 20% of the products that they have in their store are unique to those type of stores. 75% of what they have, everybody else sells it. And it's across the board. You know, it may be, you know, $12 in his store. It may be $9 at Academy. It may be $4 at, at the grocery store. Um, so it's very hard for people to uh, get situated on a brand or hard for him to make a margin on some of those type of products. So we want to put unique products in there. Um, when we developed the charcoal products, um, I had a very good friend of mine, um, Anthony Siragusa, who owns Texas Original Pits, yep. and he's owned it for 20 plus years. And we've been friends for a long time. Uh, we talked about building charcoal brands together many, many years ago. So when the time was right to do this, uh, I approached Anthony to, uh, to basically borrow the name because I wanted something that screamed Texas, of course, but we wanted something that, that looked like it had been on the shelf for a while. Right. People knew who I am. Um, they know that I'm not going to put junk in a bag. Um, but the main thing was, is I wanted to have something that, that, you know, really spoke to what I thought it should be. And um, so we kind of did this. You know, I approached him about using the name in the conversation. He goes, hey, if you're going to do that, you're going to kind of kickstart my brand again. Uh, the brand, had, I'm not going to say it got stagnant, but it was just, you know, it just been there. It was just yeah. secondary business for him. It wasn't a priority. Um, so at the same time we did that, he goes, Hey, you know, let's do this. And then you get a little bit of my end of the game and let's go ahead and let's just crank everything out again. So we did, um, over the last year, we've been doing a lot of, uh, we've been doing a lot of revamping to the existing product line. So there's a lot of stuff that have been, um, tried and true for a long time. Um, uh, but you may see going away. Um, but we have new products that are coming in to take in the, uh, those, uh, those, those slots, you know, I went on there with him. He had 22 skews and pits, you know, and it's like a single door, no weights, single door, uh, you know, with weights, you know, it's basically only like six pits, but there's so many different variations. And so we went ahead and, and just kind of, uh, we're cleaning that up right now. We actually have a brand new offset that we're just rolling out right now, uh, available in a 20 and a 24 inch. 
Uh, people have been seeing, I've been putting teasers out there about the new fire tables that we're dropping right yeah. now. Um, you know, we have, so we have this crazy convertible um, fire table that's coming out. That's going to have every accessory that you can possibly imagine, but it's, you can literally build it to what you want, right? If you want a Santa Maria grill, you have a Santa Maria. If you want a fire table, you got a fire table. Uh, if you want it all, you can have it all. Um, and it's kind of one of those things that I, I've been looking at the industry for a long time, understanding what people want. Um, everybody would love to have, you know, a lot of this equipment, but sometimes it's, it's priced a little further out of some people's grasp. So we really want to be kind of like an every man's pit, right? High quality, lasts a long time, um, but it's not necessarily going to break your bank. Um, so people will start to see all this stuff drop in here pretty quick uh, within this month. Um, and like I said, it's we want to have the same quality in our pits, in our fuels, in our seasonings, in our sauces. Anything that's going to go with this product, uh, we that's what we want. The one unique thing that we do in this industry right now is we are a manufacturer, right? And what a lot of people don't understand when they're in this business is you have to decide if you're a manufacturer or are you a retailer or are you both or, you know, how does that work? I can't have Labor Day sales to be cheaper than my retailers, right? Yeah. I can promote my products, but it, I shouldn't be having, you know, these fire sales every holiday. Uh, and then my dealer can't sell what he's got on his storefront. So basically what I wind up doing is I do have a retail location uh, that's in Seguin, Texas, that we're opening right now. Um, I've got an online store. Uh, we're going to be the most expensive place you can buy any of my products. You know, we're going to be full retail on everything that we have. Um, not saying that I don't want your business. I do want your business. But if it's too far out of the way for you to find a local dealer or anything like that, then the alternative is yes, you come to me and I'll, I'll drop ship it to you. Um, but I'm doing this on, on purpose because I want my dealers to make the money. Yeah. I want to support my dealers. Um, I do do a lot of business with barbecue guys. Barbecue guys is probably the biggest big box store that we deal with, right? They are my big box store. But again, that's a market for if I don't have a, a local retailer that I like to go spend my money with, then that's my option, right? I go online, order it from them, they drop ship. So I offer the same thing to my small specialty stores. So every grill that I offer, um, you can basically go to your local dealer, even if they're not a dealer today, you can go to your dealer and go, hey, man, I really like these pits. You know, do you think you can help me get me one? That dealer, all he's got to do is call me. I set him up. He doesn't even have to stock inventory. I'll make him a dealer. I'll drop ship straight to his store. He never has to stock my stuff if he don't want to. But I'll make all this, uh, all these equipment uh, available to him on a drop ship program. Um, there's not a lot of people who do that. I also don't want to set up to where once I have my equipment ready, um, right now, everything that I've got, you can order it today and have it this weekend. So I'm not, you're not signing up for, you know, having to wait half a year to get your products or anything like that. Um, if you want something custom, then you call Ryan and you get something exactly to what you want. What we are making right now is a, a, a very, very usable product 
that works well. Um, and like I said, it, it could be very affordable for a lot of people. Uh, I'm not trying to take away from any of the custom business that's out there because there's a ton of it to be had. But we're offering people something that is uh, a little bit just a high quality piece of product that you can get right to your house. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, I know it's I mean, I ramble on forever. about <laughs> But, um, you know, the short story is. I love this industry. I love the people. <clears throat> I love what we do at the end of the day. Right. It, it's it's putting something in somebody's mouth, you know, making them happy at a dinner table. That's what we're about. Yeah. You know, and um, so we wanted to continue to go down this path. You know, I, I can't get away from events and, you know, I, I love to be at events. I love to travel. I love to do all this stuff, but it's always worked for me. Right. It doesn't matter if I'm at the Royal, the Jack, the, you know, uh, Houston rodeo, it doesn't matter. You know, I'm always in work mode. We're always trying to figure stuff out. Um, but I think that what people just need to understand about the Texas original brands, because eventually it's going to be Texas original brands, you know, one big umbrella and it's going to have everything. You know, we're trying to build more of a lifestyle brand, um, you know, and we want to build a, a family and a community uh, around what we're doing. Um, so I think that as people will kind of see as we roll out more and more things, um, more events that we're involved with, uh, we want to be very accessible. We want to have knowledge. We want to pass on knowledge. Um, I do have a, a small band of, of ambassadors right now that are, some are on my fuel side, some are on my equipment side. Um, the one biggest thing for me is I have some ambassadors who, may be an ambassador on my fuel side um, that don't use my pits, right? They got to deal with somebody else. That's fine. I don't care, you know, or I have somebody who's on my charcoal side, but they're running pits that aren't mine. That's fine. I don't care. There's, there's plenty of room for everybody, but you have a lot of companies that are like, Oh no, it's, you got to use me and only me. And that's the type of deal. I don't believe in that. You know, I believe in you've got to use whatever works best for you. Whether you're a backyard guy or, you know, a comp guy, whatever, um, you know, if you're happy going to, to Lowe's and picking up a pound of charcoal at on Memorial Day for $5 a bag that's going to hold you over for the whole year, dude, more power to you, you know. But for some people, that doesn't work. You know, um, if you're going to go and spend, you know, $80 on a tomahawk, you know, you probably don't want to burn $3 worth charcoal. You know, you probably want to burn that on a higher, higher quality piece of, of equipment or a higher piece of, of uh, some fuel, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, everything that we're doing fuel wise right now, it is all it's all natural fuel. Of course, uh, I'm not hiding anything. You know, everything that I have comes out of Mexico. You know, pretty much everything that everyone uses comes out of Mexico. Um, the choices that you have is the quality of product. Um, I choose to put a higher quality of product in there. So my costs are higher than other people, right? Because I choose to put a better quality product in there. When you look at charcoal, you've got A, B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way down to Z tier products in there. And when you open bags of charcoal and you pour them out, that's when you can tell exactly what product you have. You know, if 75% of that bag is, is super good charcoal, 
and you get 25% that's like, eh, dusty, whatever, that's a pretty decent product. If you have one that's got 50% good stuff and 50% bad stuff, eh, it's kind of mediocre. And then if you have one that's, you know, 50% dust, yeah. uh, you can know what that is. You know, um, I, I think that a lot of people just don't understand how the process works in charcoal. And, you know, it's, it's a live tree one day, it gets carbonized the next day, it gets loaded in a truck the next day, it gets trucked 1,000, 1,500 miles to a place that's going to actually package the charcoal and sort it. Then it goes into a bag, then it gets loaded on another truck, then it gets carted back into, you know, another warehouse. There's so many hands that touch this stuff. And um, a lot of people just don't understand what the process is, even to make a charcoal. Um, and, you know, it's a lot easier than just trying to figure out how to pull the string right to open a bag, right? There, there's there's more to it than that. And um, I think that more people are understanding that. I think more people are understanding that, you know, yes, I can buy a, a $8 bag of charcoal that's a 20-pounder, but maybe it's only going to last me one cook. Oh yeah, but I get double on a twenty-pound bag, and I may get three cooks out of it, or even four. And I think people are starting to understand that the value of that product now, um, and that's what we're all about. You know, my charcoal is not twenty-eight bucks a bag. I'll tell you that. You know, my charcoal is twenty bucks a bag. You know, but again, like I said, is I'm trying to make this where uh, my retailers can make some money and not feel guilty about selling it. And my customer doesn't feel like a dumbass for spending that much money on a bag of charcoal, right? You know, he's going to be happy with, you know, what he spent and the value that he gets out of it. And um, so, again, like I said, is uh, the plan for this year is uh, going into more retailers. Uh, this past year has just been getting the brand out there, getting people to understand what it is, put it into people's hands, get it into retailers. I had a lot of retailers this year that were outside of Texas uh, that we did not push product to uh, because freight was ridiculous. And um, I did not feel like at the time, uh, this was pre-Christmas, you know, whatever, pre-Thanksgiving, really. Um, there just wasn't, you know, I can't send somebody a, a pallet of charcoal for $200. You know, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. It's finally getting back down to where it's about $100 to ship a pallet of charcoal um, pretty much like in 40 states right now. So now we're, we're primed to get this charcoal sent out to retailers. Um, there's going to be a stronger push right now on doing that. Um, any dealers you know, who want to look at the program, I, I promise you this is a, a very lucrative product for you. Um, we are trying to set up a lot of dealers um, but again, like you said, we're going to do some packages for dealers who do want like pits and they want charcoal. I mentioned before, I have a secondary line of charcoal, which is called chaparral charcoal. Yeah. That one is actually, uh, what I consider to be my loss leader product, right? That one, it's a great charcoal, but it's not as good as Texas original. I'll tell you that right now. And a lot of people are very happy with the Chaparral product compared to what else is out there. But for example, I've got a 16 pound lump bag right now that retails for like 12 bucks. You okay. know, uh, you know, I've got an extruded tube product in there 
but I went to a smaller size in that. So it's like an eight pounder. It's like a one use, you know, extruded tube, um, you know, but it's like $7, you know, so on a retail side. So we were trying to make two animals, right? I've got one that's a, a very high quality product, but it's not like crazy, uh, you know, stupid expensive, you know, 20 bucks retail for, for a 20 pound bag of really good lump charcoal. And then I've got this other one over here that is, again, it's a smaller bag. It's 16 pounder, but you can buy it for about, again, you know, 13 bucks retail in a store. Um, that's pretty awesome. You have a customer walk up and go, oh, I don't know if I can spend $20 on it, but I'll spend it on this one, right? Um, I wanted to kind of cover my bases on, on what uh, uh, options that a customer would have in a store. Um, you know, I do have other products that we're doing, you know, I, I've got mesquite charcoals, we've got other types of briquettes, we've got, you know, all kinds of stuff that we will be releasing more later. But if you notice, uh, anyone who's used the Texas original product right now, what I've heard from most people is it lasts longer. Um, I'm not having to add any wood chunks to it. It is an all oak product, you know. On purpose, I'm putting stuff in there that's not like 100% carbonized. I've got some wood that's in there that's like not 100% carbonized. Yeah. So even when you pick up this 20-pound bag, it's actually over 20-pound bag. It's a very, very dense product. Um, the briquettes that we're doing right now, uh, it's a very big briquette, um, but it's kind of like a big pillow briquette. So when you're using that product, they're almost more round than they are anything else. It's still a, it's still a briquette visually kind of what you're familiar with, but they're kind of round. So when we stack them, it's designed to where uh, there's a ton of airflow between them. Yeah. So there's no ridges. There's no, none of that crazy stuff. All it is is the way that they're designed. Uh, these briquettes will actually, they're a little bit harder to light, but they're going to last you a lot longer with less product. Um, again, all oak product. We'll be rolling out mesquite. Will be the next species of products that we rolling out. Um, after that, we have a pecan line that we're rolling out. Then after that, a hickory. If we deem it, I'm not a hickory fan, you know. Um, but like I said, there's a lot of people who are. So we'll see what happens, you know, with that particular one. We're working on wood products right now. Um, I don't produce the wood product but I have someone who we're going to be co-branding with um, and I'll have a Mexico product and I'll have a Texas originated product. So we'll have two options, okay. you know, uh, and again, it'll be two price points. Um, these will be really nice uh, splits. that will be, you know, in a box or the subpar one, uh, which one in, will be a Mexico product will be a bag product. Um, I mean, it just, it goes on and on. Uh, my whiteboard is like full. Um, is I've probably got about four years of projects slammed in about one year, you know. Um, but it's, I don't know. I mean, it, like I said, it's, for me, it's just very, I just want to have an honest company. Yeah. Um, I just want to, you know, half the people on here have my number. You know, if, if there's something that uh they don't like they don't appreciate they don't you know whatever or if they do like all they have to do is send me a text send me a call whatever um uh, i'm always i say i'm available my wife says i'm not 
ever. But, um, you know, I stay busy all the time doing this stuff. Um, you know, I had a customer down in New Orleans over the holidays who, uh, you know, they were hosting some bowl games and, you know, a barbecue restaurant down there. And, and you know, I get a call right before New Year's Eve, you know, and he's like, hey, man, you know, we they placed an order before Christmas. I had a, a kind of a broker sending that product out. It was supposed to be there Thursday. He calls me Thursday morning. He's like, man, where's my charcoal? And I'm like, man, you should have it. I said, let me make a call and find out that charcoal still sit on a dock somewhere. And I'm like, oh man. He's like, man, I got, I got all these customers coming. We're hosts. I was like, you know what? I said, just say less. Um, I'll see you in a few hours. And I just, you know, I threw some stuff in the van, drove seven hours, went, set it on his dock, hand unloaded it, you know, in his connex there. And you know, and he's like, man, he goes, you didn't have to do this. I said, no, I, I know I didn't have to, but you know, next time when you tried to depend on me for something, why, why would you, I wouldn't, Yeah. you know, so even though it wasn't my fault, um, I had to fix it. Right. So, uh, that's the way that I feel about a lot of things, you know, uh, if it's, if it is remotely controllable, I'm going to make it work. Um, you know, and like I said, we're, I'm building a team right now, um, as far as uh, people who work with me right now to make sure that, you know, I don't drop balls and, and we're, you know, we want to do what we say and say what we do. That's pretty much it. You know, um, I don't want to get overwhelmed. That's one of the main reasons why I don't want to do a lot of big box stuff just because you do that. And then you lose focus of, of the big prize, you know, and, um, I would rather sell a lot less, make the same margin as selling, you know, 10 times the amount and going crazy. So, uh, I'm gonna shut up for a minute. <laughs> oh, nothing wrong with that, Joe. You, that's the thing. I got to ask one with you. It's beautiful. I asked one question and you cover all my notes <laughs> done like that. Just like you were looking over my shoulder. But uh, do we have a question uh, coming from uh, yep. Smitty, Ross Schmidt? Yeah. Uh, where is the nearest dealer to uh, to the Dallas area so he can so grab some? In the Dallas area right now. So uh, I've over the years, we've done some stuff with uh, Mama and Papa Joe. I mean, Mama and Papa. I'm thinking about um, Mama and Papa Joe's. With Popo Joe's, uh, with, uh, they have two locations. They have one in Fort Worth. And then they also have one in Waco, Texas. So he's the only dealer right now that I have there in uh, the, the Dallas area. So it's going to be the Fort Worth area. Um, he's stocking both Chaparral and uh, Texas Original stuff. Uh, right now, after the first of the year, uh, we do have some other specialty stores and um, meat markets in the area that will start getting product in. Um, like I said, we've been kind of trickling it out there. Um, I, I want it to be hard to find on purpose. You know, um, I want you to go on that venture. I want you to go into that specialty store and while you're there, I want you to not only load up on my stuff, but I want you to load up on their stuff too. Um, and, uh, so you'll be seeing more and more of it going out. Uh, I'm focusing more on, on dealers right now. Um, I say that, but you know, I, I looking. I've been going through my schedule for the last two days 
And I'm already, you know, I'm already back on November for 23 already. You know, um, everything's filling up fast. These events are very important for me. Um, it's very important for me to, to interact, right? Um, I want people to, you know, I, I'm, I'm very approachable. Um, you know, come talk to me, come see me. Uh, but the other thing, too, is you have to understand is my brand ambassadors that I have out there. Um, I don't have a ton of them. Uh, I've got a few of them. Um, but these are all guys who've been with me for years with several brands. And um, they're, you know, I've always been able to offer them a good product. Uh, but the main thing I've been able to offer them is uh, the same loyalty that they offer me. And uh, so I get approached all the time, you know, with people who, you know, want to promote my brand and, you know, all this other stuff. And I, I get it. I wish I could take every single one on. Uh, right now, I can't. You know, we're basically a startup company. Um, within a few years, we'll be able to develop a better program. But we have to make a program that works. Um, you know, sending a pallet of everybody, you know, sending everyone a pallet of charcoal and hoping them they would post. Um, it, it doesn't make sense at the end of the day, yeah. you know, yeah. especially right now with freight and everything else. It, it's kind of, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, you know, we have, there's a lot of people who are really, really good at being ambassadors. And then there's a lot of guys who are just brand horse, you know, it, it doesn't matter. It's, I mean, you send me, give me five cents more and I'll, I'll drop that one and I'll do yours, you know, type of thing. There's got to be some loyalty behind it. And what I've always told people is, you know, if you find my product to be a product that works for you, prove to me that it works post up before I even ask you to. And because I'm always watching social, um, I always, you know, pay attention to guys who are posting, you know, I've got guys right now who post all the time and, and they are not my ambassadors. But guess what? Every time the first place that I roll in, those guys, I, I'm putting product in their hand. I'm making sure, you know, I have to appreciate those guys who appreciate me, right? Um, people who have gone to events that I've been, no matter with what brand I've been, they always know that I'm, I'm always packing something. You know, if the van's there, yes, it's probably full of charcoal. And, um, and, you know, definitely, you know, I'm going to hook people up, um, can't hook everybody up all the time. You know, it's, if you're at an event cooking right now and you've never used my charcoal before, I don't expect you not to use what your game plan is and to use my charcoal at that event. I don't want to be the one responsible for screwing up your game, but I'd love for you to take it home and go check it out and see if it works. Because if it works for you and you think that it gives you an opportunity or an advantage, then that's what you need to be using. But, um, you know, that, that's just been my mentality for a long time. Yeah. You know, because up, up, up this way in the Northeast, you know, charcoal is at a premium, if that's the right term I want to use. Yeah. Um, we have to go searching. For right. specific brands. You know, yeah, I can go to a Home Depot or Lowe's mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, get get the, the, the usual menu of aisles right. of, of, you know, the quote-unquote standards. And, you know, but right. then I can go into um, 
like an Ace Hardware or an Obershawn Hardware, and -hmm. they're going to carry a couple other different ones. So right. we're we're constantly sending text message or posting on the groups that we're involved in. Hey, I found you um, you know Texas Original at you know Sam Smith's hardware store down you know in in Eastville. Right. Okay, but you know, in back and forth, and then there's the specialty stores who can you know order throughout you know and, and get it, but. You know, it's it's tough like that. Like you were saying, like the big box stores. Now, would something like an Ace Hardware, would they still technically fall under that category because they are a nationwide company? Right. So basically, uh, this is what my theory is on that is this. Um, I will deal with independent Ace stores, right? I will sell directly to an Ace store, but I will not put this through distribution. Because once it goes through distribution, Ace then writes the rules on how it's going to work. Because they're still negotiating, you know, for nothing. And then I can still sell it to the independent dealer cheaper than they could buy it from Ace Distribution. Even though that I, I'm not making anything selling it to Ace. You know, so, uh, so technically... It's going to be interesting because we have an ACE show coming up soon. Um, I'm not invited, <laughs> or I'm not in the ACE show, but I've been invited by a very good friend of mine. Uh, I'll, I'll put that out there later after the show happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, basically, he just asked me, you know, he doesn't have charcoal, he doesn't have pits, but they want him to do cooking uh, at an event. And uh, so he reached out and he goes, hey, man, he goes, would you come and cook it at this ACE show for me? I was like, yeah, of course I would. You know, you just tell me, you know, whatever, whether, whether I had an opportunity to go brand or not, he's just a very good friend and I would go do it regardless. I, even if I didn't cook on my stuff, I would still go do it for him. And, um, in any ways, but I, you know, he, and I was like, all right, I said, what do you expect? And he's like, uh, I just want them to remember me. And I was like, well, okay. I said that because after we do this, they may not ask me back or they may not ask me back. <laughs> You know, I said, but I've had a long-standing relationship with Ace, with Academy buyers, with you know everybody else. I mean, there, there's nobody in the game that I really don't know. Yeah. Uh, but they all also understand because I had calls from a lot of those guys when uh, it leaked out that I was starting my own brand. Um, they wanted to know when they could get samples and you know see what it looked like and you know when could they start looking at getting it in distribution. And I literally just told them, I was like, man, I'll, I'll send you all the samples you want. I said, but you're not getting in distribution. And they're like, why? I said, because I don't want to put this in distribution. I don't want you to tell me how to sell my products. Yeah. You know. And then we kind of j- went around. And I said, look, I said, once I establish this brand, my Texas original, um, the plan is, is like my chaparral charcoal right now. Uh, I've got a, a kind of a parent LLC company. It's called Planet Ranch that I do all my private label stuff through. So right now, that Chaparral product, uh, which means something to us down in South Texas, uh, it's you know little ranchito. It's it's actually the Spanish meaning is it's a little oak shrub, um, but it's a very popular name down here in this area. For other people, they have no idea what it means. So the plan is is once we got the Texas original brands established. 
Uh, we're going to change that product into another name that will go in many different various areas. People will just look at it and understand what it is. And that will become a, a buy Texas original charcoal product. Now that product I will put into, uh, I will put that one into a, a big box store. All right. But that's what I designed it for was to have uh -huh. that alternative product because I'm not going to hoard out my number one brand just to be able to fit into that market. Right. Because at the end of the day, big box stores don't care what's in that bag. They just want your successful brand in that store. That's all. You know, as long as people are buying it, doesn't matter if it's the best stuff in the world or the worst stuff in the world. As long as people are buying it, they'll continue to sell it. As soon as sales fall, it goes straight to clearance, you know, and then I got to get charged back for it, you know. So uh, it's, a, it's, a very, it's a very interesting subject, I guess, you know, when you're talking about barbecue and big box stores and you know those type of retailers because there was a lot of people during covid that um you know they were like oh my god you know i've i've, I've got an opportunity to get my product into you know so and so or you know this big box retailer wants me i was like yeah they do because they can't get anything else you know and they don't want to leave those shelves bare but as soon as the big box that you're filling or the uh, the the big retailer that you're filling comes back you're out yeah you know unless you have some really miraculous type of sales but i do have to say is you know covid brought to us some some big presence in the barbecue industry you know it brought us millions of new customers it brought millions of new followers uh it i mean it couldn't have done anything better for the barbecue industry the only thing that hurts is now that everything you know it, it brought had an opportunity to bring in a lot of new brands right new products out the wazoo you had everybody had a season um then it came into longevity game right understand how to do this stuff where you can make some money um and you can you know survive because you had small guys who you know had were only making pallets at a time that all of a sudden you know a big box store goes, okay, I'll work with you, but I need 40 pallets at this location on this date. Where are you going to get the money? You know? And, you know, so, I mean, a lot of people jumped into it and it, it's, it's, it's a, I'm not going to say it's a, a super difficult industry. It's just, you have to be able to control what you're doing and you have to be able to uh, not oversell or, or, or undersell your product, right? Um, so I think that now we're seeing a lot of things level out right now. And I think that, you know, we've got great brands that have, have done extremely well and you see this growth um, of products. I mean, take Boards Night Out, for example, Eric and them. They've got a product that they started with a really, really, really long time ago. One simple product that it has grown into a, a great seller. I mean, they are doing big box stuff now. They're, you know, doing all kinds of things. That's awesome. They've got a great brand. They've got a good product. They've got a good name and they've done it, but they've been able to do it in a controlled environment, right? They haven't gone crazy. They don't have 25 seasonings. They, I think they still only have like maybe four now. I think time. so. Yeah. And 
<clears throat> so, I mean, they played the game very smart, you know, as far as that goes. And, and they got jobs. So, you know, this isn't, they didn't give everything up just to sit there and fill seasoning bottles all day. This is a secondary deal for them. And, you know, when I decided to do what I was going to do, um, I had to put a lot of thought behind it because I, I, for several years, I had a lot of people approach me and go, hey, man, if you want to go do this, I'll back you. I'll do this. And I, at the time, I just never thought I could do it. And, um, and again, like you said, a lot of things just kind of happened at one time. And I said, man, I said, we could go do this deal, but we have to be smart about it, you know? And, you know, it just happened to be that, you know, the, the pit company existed, you know, we already had a great charcoal relationships, uh, you know, and we just kind of put it all together. You know, uh, barbecue industry is a lot of fun. It's a lot of work. Um, you know, and there's very few people are going to be able to jump into the steel and uh, just become, you know, overnight successes. Even the guys that we consider to be overnight successes weren't overnight successes. You know, we got guys, I mean, you look at, you know, Matt Pittman. Matt has been working on his brand forever. Yeah. But Matt's had a lot of great things happen. He's, it's, this is a relationship game. You know, and he built the right relationships and he's got great success right now. Look at Mo. Mo's done a wonderful job, you know, but again, direction has done wonders for him. You know, once he got lined out and focused on what he was doing, he's doing spectacular, you know. Um, so I don't want to tell anybody who, you know, has aspirations to get into the game not to. Um, but I think that you just need to be smart about it and, you know, and really consider um, everything that's in the market. Right. And, uh, you know, if everyone will tell you at your backyard barbecue that your barbecue is the best until you go somewhere where somebody finally tells you it's not. Yeah. You know, um, and like I said, the, the honesty in this industry um, is probably one of the most important things that you can potentially have, you know, uh, test marketing in other areas away from your direct friendships is the best way that you can understand if you have a marketable product. Right. Um, and I just throw that out there for anybody who's, you know, really wants to try to look at this game. Um, but other than that, I mean, like I said, we're, we're having a, having a good time. Uh, and, um, you know, like I said, we're 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 growing um, kind of faster than well, not faster than I wanted to. We're growing. You know, I've got an office in my hometown of Seguin, which is between Austin and San Antonio, Texas. I've got two offices in Houston area. Uh, they're designed as will call centers, so my independent dealer uh, can place an order with me and uh, hop in his truck and come pick it up. Cheapest way he can potentially get it, right? Um, we're ramping up our uh, our LTL uh, shipping and trucking and everything else. We're trying to figure out, you know, how the best way we can get product to people's doors on the retail side. Uh, we've got a website up uh, on the charcoal side, pit side as well, but I have a brand new website coming up. Probably after March, we'll be up for uh, the Texas original pit side. And you'll start to see a lot more education. You'll start seeing a lot more uh, interactive stuff going on with uh, with customers for both charcoal and pits. Um, other than that, I'm, I mean, 
I don't know. I hope to be in your area soon. Uh, we've got we've got lots of things going on. Uh, I was just talking to Pig Beach guys. Uh, they usually have a, a event in March. We're talking about trying to get up there. When I go up there, I usually kind of make a road trip through. Need to get to Chicago. You know, need to try to do all that type of stuff. Um, I don't see myself slowing down anytime soon. Um, but I, you know, bringing on more people to help me do what I do on a daily. Um, and other than that, I mean, I don't know. Let's see where we go. Perfect, Joey. Perfect. Yeah, because like you said, I had, I was able to use the Texas original. <laughs> Um, this past October when I was down picking up my new pit and it was awesome. It, we were running the pit on it and we also had a, um, uh, a charcoal open fire grill on the, on the backside of the pit on the trailer. So we were running it on both and the burn was incredible. The quality was impeccable. And Mm -hmm. it, it's, it, it definitely goes with everything you stand for and strive for in, in a great quality product. And, uh, you know, there might have been a bag or two that kind of snuck its way up in the back of my truck on the, uh, for, the, for the ride home. But, yeah, uh, but yeah I can't, can't wait till um, I'll be patient waiting <laughs> to, to get up in this area. But, uh, you know, when, when it does, you know, you let me know when it, when you, he, yeah. he gets up into the Northeast, and well, you know, we'll we'll do this again. And uh, it's a quality product, Joey, like always. And uh, brother, I, th- I thank you for to, for taking the time with us, man. Honestly, thank you, thank you for letting me ramble. And uh, we will uh, we'll catch up soon. We've got a lot of stuff coming on. You need to get back down to Texas. We got lots of events coming up, um, and uh, we'll see see what life brings us on this barbecue trail. Awesome, Joey. Thank you so much, brother. Appreciate it. All right. Have a good one. You too. Awesome, Chrissy. Joey's awesome. Joey's the best. What a great guest. You know, he's just so knowledgeable and the the true passion comes out in everything. And like you said, I got got the list of questions and he might as well have been sitting there this weekend while I was writing them out. You know, awesome guy. Awesome. Well, that's number one for 2023. We already started uh, the calendar coming. Uh, We have Matt Pereira coming on the 17th for Matt's Backyard Barbecue. Mm -hmm. Local, we're hitting that. We got Kathy Trainer from Northeast Barbecue Society on the 24th, I believe it is. Um, Craig Sherry from um, Texas Pepper Jelly on the 34th. First, and, hi, Uncle uh, Steve. And there's Uncle he's, Steve. He said hi to me. <laughs> <laughs> and we get Uncle Steve at some point, guaranteed. For sure. But but yeah, we 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 kicking down the doors yeah. for 2023. It's Let's happening. go. Speaking of kicking down doors, they yeah, they're gonna kick us, us the minute. hell out of the door. They're gonna <laughs> use my head to open it. Um, thank you everybody for tuning in. Catch yeah. the social medias all listed down below. And until next week. Keep the smoke rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.